Welcome to Ghost of a Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Lignato. I'm an astrologer, psychic medium, and animal communicator, and I'm going to give you your weekly horoscope and no bullshit mystical advice for living your very best life. Hey there, ghosties. In this episode, I'll be doing a live reading with one of my beloved listeners. Every Wednesday, listen in on an intimate conversation and get inspired as we explore perspectives on life, love, and the human condition. Along the way, we'll uncover valuable insights and practical lessons that you can apply to your own life. And don't forget to hit subscribe or at the very least mark your calendars because every Sunday I'll be back with your weekly horoscope. And that you don't want to miss. Let's get started. I love all your readings, first of all. Thank you. I don't want to get on here and be like, ah, but I've been listening to you for a while and I lost a lot of people in 2019, 2020. And the, it's like you speak to me every week. It's pretty oh. crazy. I don't even need to write in a question to get my questions answered. So oh, I just want to say thank you for like being a part of my path and getting to know myself and all these great things. So I'm very excited to be here today. Thank you. That makes me feel so good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> also, Let's just start here. You had me at Chinchilla, but then when you said Chinchilla named Agent Blaster, I was yes. like, let's get married. What is this? <laughs> I had to look up what a Chinchilla was. <laughs> a lot of people do. So first of all, I'll just say like, I know nothing about chinchillas other than I Googled a picture and they're adorable. Yeah, they're they like are. a squirrel and a bunny and a cat decided to get weird with each That's other. That's how and... I describe them, squirrel and bunny always. <laughs> so we're going to talk to Agent Blaster. Is that mm -hmm. his full, is that a dude's name? Yeah, so he's a, he's a little boy. I adopted him with a name. So he might tell you about his previous home. I believe it was with uh, children that went away to school. The mom was responsible mm. enough just to be like, hey, like I can't give him the care he needs. And I worked at the animal hospital where she surrendered him and I took him home. So oh, I was like, so cool. then. Holy shit. Wait, how old are you now? I'll be 29 May 6th. So how long do him... chinchillas live? So well-kept, 18 to 20. He's about 13 to 14 now, from what I understand. I, he was about three or four when I got him. My mom works at an animal hospital, and we've seen him 22, 24. So I really don't know what I'm going to do without him. He predates my husband and everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is very exciting. Okay, so you've had him your whole adult life. Yes, I have. Oh, my and gosh. what's going on? How can I be of help? Because I want to know this chinchilla. Right. So we've been through a lot together, good and bad, everything. You know, when I was younger, I had a lot of moves and I was kind of houseless for a little bit. I am in recovery from a lot of things. So he's been with me through all of it, thick and thin. Of course, I'm in a beautiful home now with my husband and my other dogs and he's well taken care of. But after have been together so long, of course, I'm curious about his health, but I'm curious, like almost like what's this like little bucket list thing. I always want to take him outside, but I'm always so scared. Yeah. And whatever he really wants to tell me today, but you know, I feel like it's typical to say like, oh, is he happy? I know he's happy, but what could uh, maybe like one day we could do for super fun? Is there anything he feels like he can't get through to me? I know he's a little bit of a bully to my dogs. He's so little, but he runs the place, you know? That's adorable. Okay. That was so, so cute. Say his name out loud for me. And if you call him other things than Agent Blaster, say all the names you call him. Sure. So Agent Blaster, Bean, and Chin, pretty much. Bean and okay. Chin are most popular. So first of all, he thinks he's 14. He doesn't think he's 13. Okay. I 
Um, yeah, he thinks he's 14. He's a little suspicious of me. I feel like this is a thing he does. When he first meets someone, he's always a little suspicious. Like people come at his face this way is the way he's showing it to me. And it really bothers him. Okay. Um, I think it's like with a dog or a cat, you're like, sniff my fingers. That's what people do. But he doesn't like that. People um, like to go up to the cage and I can I imagine. He doesn't yeah. like it. He doesn't okay. like it. Yeah. Does he not come out of the cage? Yeah, he does. So he lives in the cage. He's got like a five-story, pretty big guy. Usually I let him out hour or two at a time, a few times a week. He has free roam of my living room and my hallway, but we mm -hmm. keep the bedroom door shut and the bathroom Smart. shut. Yeah, yeah. So he can't get into something and lose, yeah. get lost. And I know he wants to be out all the time. He used to be kind of free roam when I was younger. I didn't have other animals, but he yeah. gets out. It's interesting. No one's ever asked me who I was before. No animal I've communicated with has ever been like, wait a minute, who are you? But he's asking me who I am. He's really smart. Yeah, he is. You know, he's 14, but the way that a human should hear that is he's in his 60s. You know, okay. he's, like a, he's a mature guy. He's he definitely like, is. Yeah, he's got like a serious contemplative side. And okay, so he's leading with things he doesn't like. He doesn't like people coming at like if you put your fingers in your face the way I'm doing it you will see what the hell he's talking about he just doesn't like people imagine. coming at his eyes he doesn't love being picked up no he does not does he care like with me because he like kisses my face and he we're very close you have a relationship of course I just wanted to clarify yes okay he doesn't always like getting picked up by you because you pick him up he to put not. him places. You pick yes, him up to manage him. And he hates that because it's he's only intentional. Yeah. 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 He, he, to him, it's like, I am a person and you are manhandling me. And I can do it myself. Yeah. It, yeah. That's really how he feels. And I mean, sometimes you do have to pick him up, but he, when you're snuggling and having interactions, he loves it. And mm -hmm. there's, do you have a, a man child or is that your husband he's showing me? My husband. My okay. Husband. He thinks of him as a man child. Like he thinks of him as like the human male you take care of. That's not like a diss on your husband from Agent Blaster. It's more <laughs> he just was the first man in my life. You know? I mean, this is the thing. It's like he just, he thinks you take care of this guy a lot, actually. We take like care you of each take other for sure. Yeah. He doesn't perceive the him take. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, he does. He does. But it's different kinds of taking care. He Absolutely. feels like you take care of him. And the husband man in similar ways. That's how he feels, which doesn't mean it's accurate, but that's how he feels. He does like to snuggle with that guy sometimes, yeah. much less than he does with you. But also <laughs> the guy is, and he thinks of him as the guy. The guy is sometimes a little bit rough, sometimes a little bit careless, sometimes a little bit impatient. And Chin, Chin, is that, is that the name you call him yeah, the most? Yeah, best. You kind of like make him feel unsafe once. And he's a little like, oh, are you my enemy? I can't tell if you're my Ooh. enemy. He gets how vulnerable he is just in this little. world where everything's so much bigger than him. When we feed him treats and stuff, sometimes my husband will try and do it quickly and feed him through the cage. And I always say like, hey, give him a little respect. Open the door. Give it to him. Like, 100%. He's the person, you know? Yes, yes. So he's gotten better with that. But the rushing thing, I, I can see that. Yes. He's not careful. It's not like he's careless, but he's not full of care. You know, he's yeah. not careful. And it's just so, another thing to do. Exactly. And and that for Agent Blaster kind of increases the indignity of the whole thing. Whenever, and sometimes you're like that. And it's always a little indignant for everybody is how he feels. Okay. Like this feeling of like, oh, 
we got to clean this cage. He doesn't hate the cage and he doesn't love the cage, you know? Oh, I know. It, it's it's like a very mixed thing for him. So like in this cage, there are soft, non-see-through structures that he can kind of move in and out of, correct? Yeah, the bottom of the cage and some of the levels, I like to keep towels and I have more pillowy ones for the bottom because he loves to snuggle when he sleeps and he loves yes. his little, like, I have little stuffed animals, dog toysy things in yeah. there. Yeah. He likes soft. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. He would prefer to a cage, a soft place. Now, I'm assuming that the cage is a cage because air, right? And also so you can see him. Right. It's kind of only what I've ever considered for him as well. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. He's a chinchilla. I'll just tell you, I don't know if what I'm seeing is kind of like a felt or a felted material, but it's like that yeah. kind of a soft cottony felt. That's what that's what it is. Eh? Mm -hmm. That is his preferred material. So if you were to, I, do I don't know, like sew him little pillows that are like the length of the wall of the, like half of the cage, something he could like lean against, something that he couldn't be seen from every angle. He would yes. prefer that. Okay. He um, has a house and he does like to be in the house when he sleeps. So I'll create more of that. You know, everybody likes their privacy and the dogs it. are about his height. I have little dogs. So yeah, yeah that's easy. I can absolutely okay. do that. He would, he would like that. Now, when it comes to the dogs, he thinks they're stupid. And that's really what it is about. Sorry. What do you think? They're stupid. Funny. I already knew that, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine that they know it, you know? Yeah. And, and there's two dogs. Yeah. Three. But the one is relatively newer. And oh man, the first time they met, he made sure to let her know he was like the king. And he didn't like, <laughs> he chased her. He didn't like try and bite her, but she was like, and like now whenever he comes out they will sit on top of the couch I let that be their safe space he likes to hop on the furniture I don't prefer it anyway so I usually just say no furniture they have their spot he has his but when I tell you yeah they they try and keep their distance it's smart he is just like these beings are incredibly stupid and they must be dealt with like that's just his attitude like they don't know what they're doing He's not showing me the third one at all. So he might consider that one having been dealt with. But the other two, there's like more of a round face and there's more of a pointy face one. He especially okay. doesn't like the pointy face one. Because <laughs> that the one's older more in his one, face. The older one is the one you're not naming and she leaves everyone alone. So that's probably why he likes her. She was from a hoarding situation. So when I tell you she could not care less, she sits on her pillow. So that's probably why he's like, hey, you're out of my way. Right, right. We have a detente basically is his yes. attitude. Are chinchillas related to rats? I don't know for sure, but I guess it is like that family essentially, right? Like that bushy tail. That, that makes fur. sense because his particular intelligence and the way that he's like, organizing his safety and his like self-awareness reminds me a lot of a rat not like i know a lot of people have a negative connotation honestly i have one but they're so smart and they will inherit the earth with all the cockroaches like they, mm -hmm. they will outlive us for sure <laughs> and he has that same kind of like intense awareness of safety and of like other creatures and how to yeah. work around them he really does like this snuggle like when you're he's right in your neck that's like your spot, right? That's when he likes. Yeah, and he likes he... when I touch his neck. He's like, ooh. He, he loves likes it. to be up here too, yeah. He would like more of that time. And he says that you spend time on, I don't know, I think it's a computer, but it could be a TV. Like you sit you sit in front of a screen. And Probably he's like. phone, yeah. Okay. He's like, that could be the time. He's like, yeah. I'm right here. 
lady. Mm -hmm. So um, he actually doesn't think of you as lady. He thinks of you as friends. It's really interesting. His like assignments for people like idiot dogs, like idiot creatures is the dogs, like stupid creatures. And then man childs and then friends. Like he has these really specific, it's different than I've ever encountered, but hold on. You give him lettuce? No, actually. So chinchillas have very, very, very specific diets. They don't have the gallbladder. So the same bags that you could buy for a bunny with treats, you can't for him. Right. I limit him. He's older now. So I'm like, hey, let's, you know, live it up. I limit him to hydrated. He loves banana. He loves applesauce. I don't ever really give him vegetables and he loves his like hay treats. But I do give him some hydrated fruits, not lettuce typically. He's showing me something crunchy that looks either white or green that's why i assumed it was lettuce hey definitely is that what that is i wouldn't have thought that was hey okay he really likes it and also he kind of feels like it's his job to eat it it is it's like his job to eat it as opposed to other things good for him maybe. okay you okay know, that's what good it is for their gi I try and have a relationship where I can, he's actually the hardest one for me to connect with my dogs, especially my one dog. It's like, boop, boop, let's go. Right. But for him, I think he, well, I know he understands that the hay is something he needs for his GI. So I try and work it into his treats. He has treats that yeah. are vitamins and that has the hay like nutrients that he needs. So I don't give it to him as much. And I know he likes that. At least he, now I know for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. I can understand why he's harder to connect with. There's like a couple things. One is that he's he just, he has a very watchful personality. And judging from what he's showing me of your dogs, um, your dogs are like simple and fun and kind of like, they tell you exactly what they need. And he's like, the two of you would need to hang out for a couple hours connecting. And then you can really tap into him mm -hmm. because he's kind of like a slow bake kind of. Yes, snuggler. it took him a while to warm up to my mom. Even he really Brian. likes your mom. Oh, he I know really he does likes now. your mom. I know yeah. he does now. But what happened a few years ago, and you know, we don't have to fully get into this, but I met my husband about eight years ago. We didn't live together yet. I spent a lot of time at his house. That period I know broke his heart until we moved into here. But my mom is like such a she spoils all of them. And it took him a while to warm up to Brian too. Yeah. Before I got my studio, I worked out in my living room. That was a lot of people like, hey, what's that? Who's he? Did the yeah. And now, of course, with COVID, well, not of course, but I don't have people over a lot. So it's not as much, but I'll be mindful of that because I can't like relate. I don't really like people in my face either. So. I mean, but I know everybody wants to pet him because he doesn't bite. He's very sweet. He's so cute. he sucks it up. You know what he's I mean? He's cute. He's so, I mean, you haven't showed him to me and I hope to see him before this over, but he's, I will. he knows he's cute and he doesn't love that he's cute because <laughs> he's more of a like German shepherd than a snuggle fluffer. In his heart of hearts, he's like a big, somewhat intimidating dog, not a cute fluffer, let me pick you up dog. But he, so true. He, he doesn't prefer his smallness. He doesn't feel small. He just knows he's, he's small. Exactly. I know this sounds bananas, but have you ever read to him? Like, have you ever sat and read to him? No, I would totally do it. <laughs> he would like that oh because God. it's like you being focused. It's not making any sudden moves. He wouldn't mind it if he was in the cage. Of course, he always prefers, not always prefers to be out, but he often prefers to be out. But he likes consistent talking. He doesn't okay. like 
screaming. He doesn't like all the music you listen to. Um, Oh, that's actually a good question. I am always afraid of like dark and silent. So I leave a nightlight for him at night. But like when I leave, sometimes overnight, I leave the radio on for him. He doesn't like that. Does he prefer classical over? He does prefer classical. Yeah, he does prefer classical music. He doesn't. Do you listen to like punk music or like heavy bass rock? So the one like Philadelphia station is like kind of like classic rock. I'll leave that on for him. But there's a station that my husband likes is classical. And I remember saying to him, I'm like, he really likes this one more. So that's so funny. Oh he my does. Gosh. He does like classical. He doesn't like bass. My um, husband plays instruments as well. I mean, he's showing me that there's like a way that there's like very aggressive music in the house. This I assumed it was punk because of how it feels to him. But okay. that's, you know, I mean, it could be like bubble pop for all I, I know. play but... records and stuff, but that's not on the daily. I can imagine he may be referring to the radio. Okay. Yeah. I mean, does your husband play drums or bass guitar? No and no. Guitar and I recently got him a banjo for Christmas. God bless me. That's, but that's what he that's wanted. That's cute. Okay. That's cute. <laughs> but you know, those, those aren't the things. I think it's more likely to be what you're playing in the house it, yeah, it's, it's just consistent. like it reverberates in his body a little bit I don't think he minds silence whatever volume you're leaving you could leave it a little less oh wow okay he's sensey little ears yeah he's got big old ears That's yeah he's got sensey. yeah yeah he's got <laughs> sensey ears okay so he's showing me my left side my left haunch there's a little bit of a soreness in there I think he has like I don't know if they, they chinchillas get arthritis. It doesn't feel exactly like arthritis, but it feels like, I don't know if he got injured, not if he got picked up a little aggressively, or if he's just got soreness from being an old guy. Oh no. Okay. Could be both. But when I first got in this cage, he took a hard fault into it. And I remember being like, oh no, no. And he didn't jump up for like a day or two. I said to my husband, I was like, I think that he may have hurt his leg slash new cage, but he's not using the top level like he likes to. And he worked into doing it. And I I had a feeling his leg hurt. I do have joint supplements that I'll continue to give him. Yeah, I think I think that's smart. I also think like, you know, he's an older guy. So it is kind of a little bit what it is. But when you pick him up to be a little bit mindful, I get left and right flipped psychically as well as like in real life. So it's possible it's the right side, but it really feels like the left to me. But so I would just be really careful as you scoop him up to like scoop instead of grab from his feet kind of thing. Okay. Does that make sense? Because if you grab yeah. his feet, it's more its more of a pressure on his tiny little legs. His um, little feet. His little feet, which are connected to his hips. Does it hurt him to jump around the cage? I have levels for him, but there's one level that is a jump. And is there anything that besides the isolation at the bottom that could yeah. be easier for him to get around? Sometimes he really likes it. A lot of times he doesn't is what it looks like. Does he use the jump every day? Yeah, I guess so. He does? Okay. Yeah. Because he, he's not that interested in it. I think his primary interest is the first two floors. It is. Because it's the snuggly spots. And the food. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. He's so, snugging right now. He's, I, I'm not surprised. He's he's a snugger. <laughs> so I, I think there might come a time where you might want to have like, I don't know if he would use like a little ladder between the things so he doesn't have to jump. But It's not the biggest priority for him because it's not like he's interested in perching and looking out over the world. Okay. Does he He do have those ramps? When we first got the cage, it was new. It's a little slippery. So I tried to like rough him up for him. He seems good on it now, but he's very choosy with when 
sometimes he naps on the top. He did a lot when he was younger, but now he's kind of like the first three levels. There's five. So, you know, he does tend to like the bottom more. Yeah, yeah he does. And if you were to expand and give him a bigger cage, you would want to go wide instead of high. Yeah, it's tough with space. I just upgraded him too wider. I wish I could. Yes, yeah. I, I yeah. agree. It's not exactly that he's like a nesting guy. He doesn't exactly nest, but he nests. Yeah. It's more like he he snuggles like a person does instead of nesting like a rat. Yeah. Right? When I come when he comes out of the cage, he'll hop on my lap. He sits on my leg. He likes me to pet him. You may have seen like rats have the hammocky things be yeah. before. He doesn't really prefer those, but yeah, he likes that same type of vibe. But when he's out of the cage, he would prefer to be like in my lap and nobody else around, you know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, overall, he's a very happy guy, but also his personality type is a little crotchety, which I'm yeah. a big fan of. You oh, know? he is. Yeah. That's why I was so thrilled to have this reading today. I was saying to my husband, I was like, I feel like he might even have an accent. I don't even know, but I know I know his personality and everything you're saying is correct. Yes. yes. He's, he's a crotchety guy. And he feels like the stupid dogs know they're stupid. You know, they're stupid. Like, he's just like, the man child knows he's a man child. Like, it's okay. He doesn't feel like any kind of remorse about any of those things he's just like everybody knows who they are and yeah, as far and so as he's, he. yeah and so does he and, and as far as he's concerned like the two of you the two of you have always been good he has seen you do some i know he was gonna say some really stupid things that's not what he meant like emotionally but he said stupid things he's because with me through the thick and thin yeah yeah he's seen you do really self-destructive things where you're just like this isn't what i want as i'm doing it this isn't what i want after it happened and he still preferred it when it was just the two of you, you know, oh, even, though, even though that was rough times. Yeah. Did you ever put a hat on him? Oh, many years ago we did the, I would get like the guinea pig Halloween costumes okay. and I have, I'm going to have to find it and email to you if it still exists. Please do. There's this like pumpkin costume he's in and he looks so pissed off. He's like, he has the face and he's like all pumpkins out. And he, yes, once upon a time, once upon well, a time. He remembers. And I'm, I'm that glad was like eight years ago. Yeah. He's so funny. <laughs> I'm glad that, you know, never to do it again. He feels like you could do it at any time. He feels like you're a live wire and he sometimes just watches you being like, so he remembers the costumes and he's like, as long as you don't do that again, like he did yeah. not like the costumes. States across the U.S. have advanced a record number of bills attacking transgender rights and threatening the health and safety of trans people and their families. Whether you're trans and looking for support or an ally wanting to help, here are three organizations to know about. There's MTUG, or Metro Trans Umbrella Group, serving trans people directly in the St. Louis area. Transgender Education Network of Texas, which is an advocacy and resource group. And lastly, A Place for Marsha, which facilitates safe housing for trans individuals escaping transphobic states. Check out these resources, Signal Boost, and support them however you can. Okay, we're back to music for some reason, but he's he would prefer instead of the radio, if you had like music just playing on loop, he doesn't love voices. He likes okay. your voice, but he doesn't love commercials. It's the commercials, exactly. Do you have an old school record player that just like keeps on resetting itself? Do you know about those record players? They're I do. Yeah. Okay. I feel like, I mean, I don't know if you want to do that, but you could do that. Just leave a record on all night. Again, volume low. 
he kind of prefers that his life isn't ruined by <laughs> the radio or anything. He's just, as we're talking, recognizing that he can tell me all of his grievances. Yeah, please let it out, boy. <laughs> he's like, oh, wait a minute. You remember that costume? He keeps on showing me a hat. Like you must have put something on his head, and that was the thing that drove him. It the was most a nuts. pumpkin topper, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> it was really the top stupid. Of a pumpkin. <laughs> That's adorable. He doesn't like things coming out of his little face, you know. Poor guy. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so hard. He has really different vision than we do. Like he, his eyes see things so differently than we do. They're it's, huge, and there are. There's a word for it. It's not nocturnal, but it's dusk and dawn. So he's like. Boo! at night you know he can see pretty well in the dark if I'm not you know I think I'm pretty sure of that that makes sense because the way I'm seeing it is it's like you know when we see things we're like seeing what's in front of us but he's seeing with like a lot more of his periphery like all over periphery it's I don't know how else to describe his it his eyes so- are kind of on the side of his head and sometimes he'll sit at the cage and put his little paws on the bars and stare at me like this with like a full eye and I'm like oh okay God. you're staring into my soul <laughs> I know you want to come out okay buddy oh my god that's adorable and it's also so it, cute. it makes sense why he's been showing me this is the only way I can describe it like it's like my fingers are like grabbing my eyes almost like that's what it feels like to him. It's like things are coming at him in a, he sees things more concave somehow. I don't know how else to describe it, but you know, he's happy. He does like his food. He he does like his cage, especially those bottom levels. He feels that everybody knows their place except for the man. I really thought my husband's a cancer. He's the sweetest little moon child. He deeply, deeply cares for our fur babies. And I would love to touch on that if okay. you don't mind going into yeah, detail. Sure. He calls I give you his child. name instead of keep calling him man. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. That's what to this. He's going to okay. be like, what the, what the fuck? Well, I mean, keep in mind, this is a chinchilla's take. Yes, it's not. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, What's yes. his first name? Brian. Okay. Oh, yeah. Brian's really nice, actually. He's so sweet. That's not how chinchilla, it's not how Agent Blaster sees him. Agent Blaster sees him as. The only other person he's lived with, eh? No, not true. So when I was younger, and again, things were a little rougher for me, addiction housing wise, I've lived with a friend, my ex, the friend had a house full of people, my mother. That's interesting. I mean. He's been everywhere with me. That's what that's I mean. It's interesting because he's just like, no, this is the only one. I think it's because he moved in to your life in this way where you true. are partners with this person. That's and the only he, one then. Yeah. And he's also older than he ever was. You know what I mean? But he feels that this man, sorry, that's how he sees him, uh, takes energy away from you taking care of him, Agent Blaster. So you take care of Brian, but Brian should go off and take care of himself. It's not like how he feels about the dogs at all. But, But there's a little element of it of like, you should just go sit over there. And let us do what we're doing over here. I know Um, that's how he is. And I'm just cracking up over here because I'm grinning ear to ear. (laughs) It's just so funny because, of course, I know him by now. We've been together 11 years, me and the chinchilla. Right. But, wow, this is incredible. Oh, my gosh. He's such a a little toot. I love that about him. He's got a very serious toot. And it's (laughs) not like he has a problem with Brian, but he feels Brian came in just like the dogs. Brian came in, was all of a sudden supposed to be part of the family. He was agent was all of a sudden supposed to accept the dogs and the Brian. Yep. And they never earned his trust. They never went out of their way. 
All they yeah. did was come at his face. And so he remembers like yeah. the pumpkin hat. He remembers he and forget. he doesn't forget at all. He's Louise. And so if Brian were to spend time alone in a in the room talking to him, developing a couple hours, you know how you did it in early years with, yeah. with him, like spending time just like alone. Maybe you're talking, maybe you're snuggling a little bit, but it's just like letting chin get used to him yeah he then, crawls all over me you know we're comfortable in that way yeah and brian will give him attention and pet him but it's more of like a hey chin here's your stuff brian treats later. him like like a cat or a dog and he's not yeah. a cat or a dog he's, he's he, he feels he's a superior being he, is. he he feels that he is much more intelligent and he feels <laughs> that he deserves somebody to like try to get to know him which you and your mother and there was one other woman have done but there's this woman was a long time ago. This was, I think, I don't know. Was it your woman or was it before you? So my best friend's soul sister, Lena, is who I lived with. And she's since passed, but they were very I'm close. Sorry. And it's okay. I've, you know, I'm. it's always a journey. Yeah. She loves chinchillas too. She had one. And yeah. That's we what it is. Roommates. So it was the three of you have actually bothered to get to know him. And like, yeah. Brian hasn't done that. And Agent Blaster thinks that's <laughs> stupid. It's not like he's like speaking English, but like, I can't find any other shape of a word that feels as right to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I walk around calling people stupid, but he does. Oh, Jessica, he I does. already knew this is how. <laughs> yes, okay. that's fine. He's um, very, very sassy. And I already knew that coming into this, I'm glad I have the confirmation, but this yeah. is him. This is this, him. This is, this is his sweet little man. Not to get all in your business, but he feels like there are things that this Brian man does that really piss you off. And yeah. he does them over and over and over and over again. And no. you've given him instruction and he doesn't take the instruction. And Chin is just like, the fuck, right? Yeah, He's just like, true. this is a very simple, you've given this man a very simple set of instructions. Yeah. And this is why he doesn't like the dogs because you can't tell them anything. And he feels like Brian is not always like that, but there are certain things and they really bother you and they really bother chin like a yeah. lot and it's that's what things. it is i'm in the happiest relationship of my life but i'm a zero degree aries moon and okay. you know aries mars <laughs> so there are things and it's communication and we've come down to it the last few years honestly we've been getting better at it i've been getting better at being able to say how i feel rather than just react yeah. and now we're getting to this point where i'm like i've made it clear here's the printed out paper yeah. please sign here yeah yeah, that's basically it. And I'm, I just think it's hilarious that he sees it. He knows it because we're really connected on that level, like me and Chin. Yes. So when it comes down to it, I know when he needs something, he knows when I need something. That's why I got him in the new cage because I, I felt like he needed more room. And I was yes, like, it's time right. to upgrade. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And he feels that there's this thing that Brian does. And I don't know what it is. He doesn't he's not showing me what it is in a clear way, but it's like a physical thing that he does. And you have a physical reaction to it every time. I don't know if it's like he doesn't close a door or like, you know, it's like something like in the house that okay. he does and it pisses you off. There's like a way, and it may be that it's like, 
Brian says something to you and then you get pissed off. But Jen is is like perceiving it differently, but it looks like something yeah. physical. His tolerance for stupidity is so low. <laughs> and I I feel like, you know, it it might just be that you're like, Brian, why won't you fucking do this? Or why won't you fucking listen to me? So, And that's how you feel. So you're clearly communicating it to Chin. And Chin is like, that's right. He's a fucking idiot. We know what's up. And so there's like an agreement between the two of you that is what it is, what it is. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And so if Brian wants to get closer, which Agent Blaster doesn't think he does. Okay. But if he does, that's the way. He's just got to like chill with him. You can be in the room, although if you're in the room, he's going to want to be with you and not with Brian. Right. He actually, I feel like this whole time I've wanted to call him Mr. Blaster because he. I call him Mr. Bean. I okay, that's, that works. Mr. Part, yeah. He's a man. So I want to call him Mr. Blaster, right? He feels that it would be cool if Brian could just do what you said. Like if he would just do what you said more. I think that would be super he, cool too. I know. This is why I was like, Brian's <laughs> going to think this is just like me, like gang. I don't know what he's going to think, but like, but the truth of the matter understand. is, yeah, that's just how agent sees it because that's his whole thing. Like, he's just like, I get you. What's this guy here for? Yeah. If he's going to be a disruption, what do we need him for? He doesn't get all the, he does but he doesn't care about all the good stuff. He doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't exactly. care because it doesn't affect him. Like for you to like be happy and leave the house doesn't ha make him happy. Like he just doesn't want you to be pissed off. You know, yeah. he doesn't yeah. want you to be like riled up. And this man riles you up. Yeah. Over the last few years, especially when we were younger, we both kind of helped each other get out of certain things like alcohol and things like that. When we were younger, I also, this is like pre-medication for my bipolar disorder. So I definitely feel more at a level place. My husband's just getting out of his Saturn return, which was in his first house. I'm going in. We're in a completely different place of understanding right. ourselves and each other. And just as very recently, I'm really seeing these things like blossom and I'm really yeah. happy for us, but there's still that core of, okay. So here's the thing. My main irritation is the redundant questions. Like I'll say something and then he asks it back to me as a question. And I'm like, I just freaking said that. And that, that makes is probably like- So much sense why he's like, this is a man child. Because you're like, I have to explain it again. This is the thing. Animal communication is all about pictures. So on some level, you're like, are you a child? Do I have to explain this to you again? You must be yeah. on some level thinking that because he has this very fixed idea that that's a man child that you have to take care of. One of the things that I've really experienced through animal communication is that you have these like beautiful tiny narcs who don't lie, you yeah, know, they, don't, they yeah. don't lie and you're not lying to them. It's very hard to lie with pictures. Like it's, it's hard to lie when you're like telepathically projecting out what you feel. Yeah. yeah. So it's a combination of like, he knows what's up. And also his attitude is like, these dogs are fucking idiots. This yeah. guy needs constant repeating. You know, we're the only ones who know what's happening in this house. That's right, Chen. That's right. <laughs> Although I do want to say for the record, you know, it is a team effort over here, but I definitely understand our dynamic. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is the thing. Like, you can't expect a chinchilla to have the perspective of a human or a oh, dog no. or a whatever. And this is not to cast aspersions on funny, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Brian, Brian already knows he's like this, please. You okay, know? good. It's been eight years. Right. <laughs> they've they've met each other and i think brian deeply cares about animals but he doesn't have for agent blaster what he has for dogs like yeah he, he doesn't have that. that like deep connection and it makes sense because your dogs are just like 
they've never met a stranger, right? Like yeah. everyone could be their best friend. Whereas yeah. Yeah. your your chinchilla man is really like, you're all fucking strangers to me. I could take mm -hmm. you or leave you, prove yourself. And that's just not <laughs> the kind of person that Brian loves in the same way that you do. You love a coconut, like hard on the outside, sweet on the inside. You're a fan sure of, of weirdos. But Brian, it's not his exact kind of weirdo. Yeah. And, oh, wait, Agent Plus has one more thing to say. That pointy nose dog? Yeah. The, the one always getting one. in his way? He's just like, I feel like this dog could use more toys to chew on because he uses his mouth too much. Does he make noises? Or she? she? She barks a lot. And it's actually pretty sad. The situation I got her from was unknown beforehand, but she was found running around Philly and she doesn't know how to play. So like I have all these toys everywhere, all over my house mm. for my dogs. And she will monkey see, monkey do sticks out back because my other yeah. two like to chew them. And I keep it limited anyways, because I'm not a big fan of that. But once I see her playing with something, I'm like, okay, enjoy the stick for five minutes. Yeah. She's a little chihuahua. Okay. So let's be real. Right. The wind right. could blow the other way and she's barking and it annoys all of us. So I'm okay. not surprised with his so, big old ears. Mr. Blaster, basically. Um, Mr. Blaster, I'm obsessed. He, he feels that she could use and listen. This is a chinchilla. So it's not like a psychic reading, but but this is what he feels. She could use a big white bone-shaped toy that's soft. Okay. Basically, he's like, put that in her mouth Shut and make her stop. Room. So I don't know if he's seen other another dog at some point in his life have that kind of a toy and it really like yeah. shut him up and kept my him. other dogs love it you know and my other dogs really aren't barky yeah. I've had the one since she was a baby and then the other one was the hoarding but they're pretty just low-key okay I so let me let me take a moment yeah. to talk to her and we're gonna we'll wrap up in a minute here but what's pointy nose oh, wow. what's what's her name tater tot Oh, stop it. I have food okay. themes. Food That's... themes everybody except for him. Well, I mean, Agent Blaster is a perfect name. And <laughs> yeah, I, I want to hug her. No, you couldn't. What do you call her again? Uh, we call her Tot. Okay. So she was she was actually abused. This is actually really interesting. I just want to say thank you in advance because this has been a big question mark for me because there's behaviors and in March I'd have her for a year. So thank you so much for touching yeah, on this. Absolutely. Yeah, she... I think she was smacked in her butt a lot. Does she kind of like flinch away if you like? She's very flinchy. Yeah. Unfortunately. She, and she we was, don't treat them. We don't, you know. No, it was, it was before you. She was smacked in her butt as a way to get her to shut up. And it just made her bark more. It had the opposite effect. Hold on. She's really scared of everything. She's very anxious. She's very but anxious. I'm her person. Like I ground her. Yes. It was almost like an imprinting when we met, mm -hmm. you know. I but see she's that very her confidence has grown tremendously over the last year and yeah. she's so playful with my other dogs she goes to daycare yeah but she's very timid she's also very small have you ever tried rescue remedy for dogs no what's that okay so rescue remedy is fucking amazing it's just like a homeopathic remedy for humans but they have and basically you can either have like candy or a tincture it's just herbs and you like stick it under your tongue and it makes your anxiety go away it okay. is amazing but they have rescue remedy for dogs and it's specifically the human kind it's like they they put it in an alcohol base but the dog kind i think they put it in a glycerin base i live in california so you can get this stuff at the like cvs or the walgreens or whatever it's like in the corner store but it's not hard to find online you might want to try that for her anxiety because her barking 
is a habit, but her barking is also just like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, yeah. what? Wait, what? You know what I mean? Like that's what she's basically. She's quick. Doing. Yeah. She's, she's just like constantly like trying to warn herself and everyone else that something could be happening, and she's not sure what and it it's is. It's interesting and- too, because like a dog could bark. My neighbor has dogs. She doesn't care. But if a door closes or something, that she's like, wait, what was that? A noise. Noise. Yeah. It's humans yeah. that scare her. Humans sometimes cars runaway or abandoned it's hard for me to tell which one it is that's kind of what we were thinking initially was the abandoned because there was just so many indications that she wasn't cared for she wasn't cared for and so technically I guess she'd left but it's not like she was enclosed and protected she didn't like escape she left there's a difference she's she's the kind of person where or you know person where I'd be like I could see her taking off if she had a chance and she hated it yeah I feel like it was really meant to be when we met so yeah she's very happy here she's very happy she's very happy she does have anxiety she doesn't know how to only bark when something serious is happening because she can't gauge what's serious and everything seems serious and so she's like shit did i miss it is it bad was it bad is it gonna you know like she just has a really hard time okay so i just talked to her for a second and just showed her it would be great if she could just bark when people come to the door and let you know when people come to the door. But otherwise, to experiment with what would happen if she didn't bark unless somebody came to the door. I don't know that this will I, help. But Could I ask one more question yeah. out of her fear-based yes. thinking? Yeah. When I first got her, she didn't bite people when she first met them. And now it's become a very recent thing ever since one visit with my mother-in-law. God bless her. She nipped at her when she came through the door. Now, there was a lot of anticipation carrying the bags up the stairs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't immediate. But then she did it a second and a third time. One person she had already met before. And I just don't know where this, obviously it's fear. I just don't know why she's so afraid of new people now. They're all big people. She's showing me that they're all big people. Is that right? She's small. She's six pounds. So yeah. What she's showing me is that those, so first of all, her anxiety is like off the charts. She feels that those people were all, going to fall over. Now, this is the thing that dogs will often say to me about people, this mm-hmm. thing about falling over. They're, they're not steady, these people. And so he, she's like, anything could happen around them. And so she's just mm-hmm. like, look alive, look alive is kind of her. She's not trying to bite them or like hold them even. It's gotcha. just, it is literally a nip to be like, get oh, your body. She, she hurts people she's got big old teeth so uh, if there's anything okay. that i can um make her feel safer hold on give let me her a slower introduction definitely a slower introduction like putting her in the bedroom while people are entering the house and then once everyone's settled letting her out and kind of like walk around and sniff people would probably help hold on for just one second and let me just tell her how serious it is that she shouldn't bite it's biting right that's it that's it okay. she's good otherwise okay hold on she already knew that it was bad and that it really upset everyone. Yeah. She, Poor girl. I, I told her how serious it was that she stopped. And again, it's like tending to the anxiety will help. I tried CBD for her before and, you know, I mean, maybe it made a difference to her, but I'll try this. It didn't remedy. seem, it didn't seem like it really did much for her. Me, yeah. Yeah. So. She hates fireworks and stuff too. So those are the yeah. days where I really have to prepare, which yeah. is fine. I've had dogs like that before. I just want her to feel safe. So I bring out her crate. We do like a sedative, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I would like, 
get ye to Google. And obviously, like, check with your vet first. If you have any questions at all, don't take medical advice from me. But, like, Google, like, rescue remedy for dogs. Yeah. And see what the algorithm recommends in addition. And then you can kind of call your vet and be like, I'm considering one of these three products. Do you have any red flags about any of them or whatever? See what your vet says. I found out about rescue remedy from dogs from a vet. But love it. She really likes the other dogs. She likes yeah. you. She likes Brian. She's terrified of, of Agent Blaster, but that don't change that. That's good. Yeah, and he, he uh, likes it that way. Yeah, yeah. He there's the only way for it to be. He feels there's something wrong with the old dog. Okay. She's got a health issue going on. Do you know what it is? No, I don't. How old is she? Uh presumed 12. She yeah, about 12, we believe. She's a little mm -hmm. poodle. My aunt is my vet, though, so I have great access to vet care. Oh, great. That's awesome. I would definitely get her a little checked out. Feels like it's her tummy, but I don't know if that means like intestines, digestive system, or if it's other organs in that tummy area. But Tater Tot is just pointing me towards her tummy as being something's a little wrong in there. It wow. is possible that she has indigestion in this exact moment, and that's what she's that's what okay. she's showing me, but it's also How possible that there's that something can... else. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to, you know, that's always a worry with animals that get older and which is why I asked about chin as well, but I've had animals my whole life and I definitely am always concerned about my elders. Of so course. I mean, I'll be happy to get her a little checkup and it will be easy peasy. My mom calls it a senior exam. She works cute. there as well. And she's that's always like, cute. it's time for chin and Ravi to come in for a senior exam. So that's she adorable. calls them my seniors. So there's one thing I'll just like bookmark. I am aware that me telling Tater Tot how bad it is to be biting, that it could, she's not having an anxiety response right now, but it could make her anxious when she ruminates on it. Once I don't too. know. So okay. if anything gets even a little bit worse, contact me, just DM me directly okay. on Patreon. And I know she's a dog and, you know, I don't expect her to be like, oh, well, Jessica told you to right. set up. I want to I mean, still support her in every single way. I already knew about the slower introduction. So I'm still going to aid her in this process, but I'm glad that we could at least communicate yeah. that a bit. Yeah. And she knows that I understand that it's not just yes. from being an asshole. Like, yes, that's why 100%. I want to address her fear, you know? Yes. Yeah. And her fear is a combination of past experiences, her breed you know, yeah, um, trust me. she'll and, tremble yeah. when she's happy. Yeah. I mean, she's her tiny little <laughs> heart. I, and also her read on things is a little off, you know, like her, her interpretation of situations when she's in a state of anxiety, it's not super reliable. So yeah, that's what we've got Actually, there. I knew that already. Yeah. She's a little, I got a realer in sometimes. Yes. How old would you say she is? And I, I don't mean to keep you, but no, I no, no, she's it's about okay. four, three. I would have thought she was older. Some people say that. My mom said that at the vet. Uh -huh. and I, she's so playful. It's almost hard to believe. Yeah. I know. She's. I think she'll be this playful for as long as she can. You have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. Is that right? Five, 12, and maybe she's eight. Because I know for sure the uh -huh. one's five. I know for sure the one's 12. Because mm -hmm. she was born in like 2012. So she's like 11, 12. My first instinct when I saw her was eight. And then I was like, or five. Okay. But I, I really can't tell. She doesn't know how old she is. No I would be surprised if she was only three though. Cause you've yes. already had her for a year. Yeah. So, and we did her dental a few times and her teeth indicate she's about 
four to, but the thing is, is it's not a super reliable method no, for many it's reasons. Not. It's not, yeah. it's not, you can't, I mean, every vet has always been wrong about my animals so uh, age, according to my animals. She's That's older. Just very helpful. Thank she's you. a little older. So that means her personality is her personality. It's not yeah. like she's a puppy and she'll grow out of it. No. Just like Mr. This Bean is, over there. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> He's growing into his personality. Oh, you know boy. what I mean? And it's like, funny because over the years, like he used to be so much more spunky and he would run up to me and like, be like, you're mine and and then run away. And now he's just like, what's up? I'm here. I'm hopping yeah. around. And yeah. you can definitely see how he's like just older and more mature and totally. Chilling. So, okay. So I know we have to wrap up, but can I see yeah. him? Like, can you point the phone yes, at him or something absolutely o-m-g that's who you're talking to Hi, little man. he's a little sleepy right now oh my god he's so cute and chubby we try and hold oh, oh my god showing Hi. Up for you. Hi. he likes to be ish right about there right in know? that spot he showed me oh and my I, god i don't pet him through the cage usually but right. for right now he understands but i'm oh, happy to sweet. send you that pumpkin picture too because oh my god one. i would I really I like to see it, it. because the way he's showing me the hat, I thought it was a top hat because he felt like it was a hat that had a lot of weight going up. Probably because it's like a big old pumpkin stem or something. <laughs> and it's, you know, so it stupid. traps underneath there. It's so stupid, but it was so cute. But it was also <laughs> almost 10 years ago. Right. But it's like, he's never going to forget that fucking oh, of hat. Of course he's not. Yeah. He's definitely, you know, the indignity. I just think that's hilarious. If ever he was forced to wear a hat, he would want a reporter's hat. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like a 1950s reporter's hat. He's Love a man. Caddy. Yeah. Like a Mr. Blaster. Like he's, he I'm doesn't obsessed. want to. Yeah. He's so fucking cute. I love him. And I love this. Thank you. Oh my God. It is so my pleasure. Every year they say the end is near.